It's Tuesday, January 10th, 2023. You're listening to the Tech Breakfast Podcast, the show that brings you delicious tech news and all the hot takes you can handle. It's episode 282. And yeah, I guess that's the end of the intro. How's it going, guys? <laughs> <laughs> that's the end. We did it. And There's wow, the intro. Wow. Made it. Intro to 2023. Mark it down. I think I'm still messed up from the pre-show. Tyler, right before you joined, Russ Uh-oh. said something <laughs> that had me giggling and I just <laughs> couldn't stop. And that's all I could think it? about. It's all I'm picturing it. in my head. Go Tell ahead, me. Russ. Bring me into the loop. Well, I was, I was just preparing, as one does, for our professional broadcast. So I was doing some voice exercises going, unique New York. Unique New York. And Bewley did not handle that well. No, <laughs> it, was, it was it was like a three minute long recovery. I feel like yes, to, to really kind of work through that. Uh, so it was you know good. Makes... So then we decided we we're going to tweet out that from the TVP Twitter <laughs> to let the world know. What makes me sad is that the movie doesn't actually come up when you Google "Unique New York." Oh, that is you get all point. these, I mean, probably rightfully so, Google's like, oh, you're looking for unique New York experiences that shouldn't be missed. <laughs> 737 cool and unusual things to do in New York City. No, I want to see Ron Burgundy, yeah, please. <laughs> Ron Burgundy. And this is why Twitter, yeah. or not Twitter, Google will fail. Twitter might fail too, who knows, whatever. Scotch, scotch, <laughs> scotch, down into my belly. Okay, <laughs> let's get on with the show. Um, all right. Well, so how was everyone's break? It's been 20 days since we did a show. Uh, we were on, let's see, 20 days ago, December 20th. That's what it looks like here. You guys have a good break? Uh, I did. Break. Yeah. Went to Mexico. Came back. That sounds fantastic. It did yeah, sound fantastic because it was that. fantastic. It was a little concerning when uh, El Chapo's son, I think, got arrested while we were there. And uh, they started like raiding airports, but luckily we were mm. on the other side of the country where no airport was raided and we were able to get home safely. Uh, but otherwise, otherwise good to go. So good. It was the first time since 2017 since we've gone and done that, which we did not realize. We used to do that like every year. Go to Cancun or oh wow, Playa. Wait, or you wherever. guys went? In... Oh not 2017. I went in 2016. I was like, we were there at the same time. We, we were there same in 2016 as well. No, I was doing chemo in 2017. That's what it was. I was like, 2017 mm. was a big year. Maybe I went to Mexico. No, I was in the hospital. All right. <laughs> no, I survived cancer. <laughs> Almost the same thing. Uh, All right. There's lots. There's lots. Um, wow. There's a lot of Today in Tech history for January 10th. My goodness. Why we're back on what it. in the world? Okay. Well, I'm going to give you yesterday's, and then we're going to plow through these, and then we're going to talk about other stuff. Yesterday, January 9th, Bitcoin was launched. Tell me the year. Whoa. Really? Um, 2009. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Sorry. I didn't even let you guess, Tyler. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's I fine. Was, I'd love it. It was pretty I'd common knowledge. Yeah. And he said it was such authority. I just had to. Uh, I, I felt, felt pretty good about it. Felt pretty good yeah. about it. Well, for a good reason, apparently. All right. Um, if Tyler, only I on would have one. thought more about it in 2009. <laughs> right? right? So that would have been even better. <laughs> if only I'd doubled down on how much I was thinking on it. About... Yeah, okay. Uh, January 10th, 
first subway opens in London. The world's very what? first underground railway service opened in London. The Metropolitan Line between Paddington and Farringdon. Approximately 40,000 Londoners ride the trains the very first day. What year? Please tell me that someone else thought he meant Subway the restaurant. Please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're going to need to be the uh, listeners backing you up on that one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was straight up thinking... Like five dollar <laughs> foot longs. <laughs> that's not tech related. I mean, I guess. It may, oh could, man, that that is funny. Uh, no, the very wow. first, the world's first underground railway service. Underground railway. Gosh, this, well. this is going to be earlier than I expect it to be. It so is. I'm going to go with. Um, oh gosh, 1882. Dang it. Mm-hmm. Uh, eighteen. 79. Ooh, 1863. Oh, nice. You know, yeah. Tyler, you made me second guess because I was actually, I, I was considering, and we don't ever really go back this far. I was considering going 1700s. That's how Ooh. convinced I was it was going to be way longer than, than I was, than I would normally think. Uh, yeah. So I really didn't have a good one, but I also thought we were talking about sandwiches. So it was very good. <laughs> 1863. I mean, that had to be mind blowing for some people. That was a, that was a pretty big thing. Yeah. That was the same year Abraham Lincoln signed the Emancipation Proclamation. By the way, a little fun okay. fact from my brain. Okay, wow. moving forward. January 10th, maiden flight of the first flying boat. Glenn Curtis uh, flies the first what? flying boat, a pusher what? with a canard surface. Yeah, you had uh, 2022 <laughs> flying boat. <laughs> flying boat. Yes. <laughs> Uh, Here, and I'll give you a little hint. I'll give you a little hint. Uh, There's like five of these, and they get progressively later in history. So we started with 1863. This one is going to be more recent than 1863. Wait, so this isn't the first flying boat? No, the maiden flight of the first flying boat. I'm just saying it's more recent than 1863. Oh. Okay. Uh, and it's also not the first subway that opened. Well, like <laughs> ni- 1930. <laughs> Four. All right. I like that guess. I like that. Are you gonna tell us, Russ? What do you got? What'd you say? I said 1923. Oh, I didn't hear you. Okay, you win again. 1912. Nice. Okay. Man, I almost guessed that, but I was thinking, like, when was? Jeez, I I was gonna say 13, not 12, for what it's worth. But then I was like, no, that doesn't make sense for a flying boat. But then it also occurs to me, nothing makes sense for a flying boat. What are we talking about? (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for that kind of question. (laughs) I have to see this. It's the first flying boat. It was less than a decade model F. Uh, Probably by Glenn Curtis. Yeah, it it happened less than a decade after uh, Kitty Hawk. After the Wright brothers made wow. flight in 1903. Right. There you go. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. Do we call planes that land and take off off of water flying boats? No, we do not. No. Because that's what this looks sea like. Seaplanes. Yeah, what Tyler just said. Seaplanes. It's different. I'm just I saying. I don't, I don't even look, like okay, this, this line of question. This looks well, like it looks like it's a type of seaplane. Yeah, flying boat is a type of fixed wing seaplane. Get out of here. I mean, There's I some planes that can like a, land on the water. Yeah. I was thinking like a 32 foot crown line that just got wings that, right? you know, <laughs> just started 
like dude's like mid tubing and you just start taking off. All right, let's move forward. Let's move forward. All right. The first radar contact with the moon was also on January 10th. Radar contact? What? Yeah, it's basically, I, I think what it is, is they were echoing radar signals off of the moon. It's not like there's anything that was there at the time. That was, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yeah 1943. 40. Uh, oh, God. I have, no idea. 1942 is a good video game based off of that. Tyler game. wins. 46. 1946. Hang on. <laughs> Dang it. All right. We got two more. Hang with me here. Moon rocket announced January 10th, 19. Oh, gosh. I almost gave you the year. <laughs> we do is going to be 60. Yeah. Probably 16. <laughs> You're right. Uh, NASA <laughs> announces plans to build the C5 rocket booster. It became better known as the Saturn V moon rocket. If you've never had a chance to see this thing in person, please go down to Houston. Check it out. There's one laying on its side. It will blow your mind. Um, it was used to launch every Apollo mission, uh, the C5 rocket booster. Not make you angry for anybody that knows what Twitter thread I just referenced. The what? There's a... No. John, John Nicholson knows what I'm talking about. And at mm. least one or two other listeners will probably have caught that thread. But there was okay. a shout out, blood, angry thread. That's it. That's all I'm giving you. It's like okay. a, well, you, it's like an Easter egg hunt. What year? I mean, and I'm guessing this was this was JFK. 1960, NASA, maybe. or maybe somebody at NASA. No, I this would was say 1960, NASA. straight up. Just 1962. Sorry. Oh, it was later. <clears throat> All right. Um, or did we, we both go. win? You both won. Uh, yeah, we both won. We're winning. That's winning. Apple ships yeah. Intel inside January 10th. You tell me the year. Seven months after announcing. Seven months after announcing the Macintosh computers will transition from PowerPC to Intel, the first Apple computers to ship with Intel procs are released. 2009. 2006. Tyler, you win. I think you guys Boo. split it. I think Russ got two, Tyler got two, and then you guys both lost on one of them. Or we, we both won. Winning. We both won. <laughs> False. <laughs> okay. Um, so Russ and I were talking pre-show here. I think it would be kind of fun to talk about either 2023 predictions or the most lame or the most cool tech things of 2022. This as we exit last year and come into this year. Take your pick. Who wants to start? Uh, I'll start since I proposed it. Um, right, right when I proposed it, I decided to kind of look through and try to remember uh, a few things that were out there. I thought that would be, thought that would be interesting. <clears throat> if I went with like the lamest tech move, I, this yeah. one for me, I think it's the thing that annoys me the most. And it has to be these these car features that you unlock with a subscription, oh, like faster oh acceleration. You know, you know, nope, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Furious because because my RAM, which was not an inexpensive vehicle. Oh I yeah, you were tweeting about this. Three month sub just a three month trial for like all of the technology features that aren't just a screen that's baked into it. And collectively with the internet, which uh, that actually has some value outside of it, if it worked consistently, which it does not, uh, the, the total cost ends up being something like 50 bucks a month. It's like, cool, cool, cool. If I wanted to pay 3000 to $5,000 more for my car, I would rather just do that up front. 
not pay monthly. What, what was this feature track. for? It's like the the Alexa built in the the maps. Oh. The nav is Tom Tom, and now there's a subscription. It's not just baked into the system. It's not a like a maps updating thing. It's I don't even know. I haven't actually gotten in my truck since it stopped, so I don't Those know what things... works and what doesn't anymore. But I'm so mad that that it's just oh your Those things up aren't even what I'm talking about. I I, oh, I, I mean know. I, know. I get that. that I'm saying that is I understand that, that stuff too. Makes me I'm mad. thinking what you're talking about makes me even more mad. But at least it's not in my life. I'm not paying a subscription for heated. Yeah, seats well, that's the thing. Extended battery life, <laughs> right? <laughs> or what BMW just announced? They that, announced another one, right? Insane. Sorry, I'm cutting you off. They did. They just announced another Short one. Faces. What was that? Um, I was trying to find it. Oh, I saw it. They. I saw it was like BMW. Doubles down. BMW doubles down on subscription yeah. stuff. in the United States, specifically in the U.S. Because we're dumb enough to pay for it on average, apparently. Um, and it's—I forget which feature it was. Now it's not heated seats. It's something else. Um, well, like, it reminds me too. Ring just came out. <clears throat> they announced. Uh, I think at CES last week, uh, uh, like a camera security thing inside your car, right? Yeah. Kind of like uh, Tesla's Sentry thing, but it's just a camera sure. facing in and a camera facing out, and it's three ninety nine plus ten dollars a month, right? Four hundred dollars uh, outright, and then you have to pay ten bucks a month to keep it, right? I, I just I feel like I'm getting option. I know I, I love it. I get the with... blink blink cameras, right? Fairly inexpensive yeah. hardware. Uh, they work pretty well for what they are. Um, I toyed around with them because for a while they, they were like giving them away with other devices and whatnot. These are Amazon owns Blink now, right? And so. Blink has, I don't know, whatever they call their module, M2 module. Anyways, it allows to do local recording, which is actually the only reason I still have it as an ecosystem, is that I don't have to have a cloud subscription to store and view clips and stuff like that or get notifications. You know, it's all, I can just tie it into my own local internet or ethernet and, or LAN, and then I can share it out through different things. But um, it, it cracks me up every time you go in to look at a clip, it actually pops up a warning and says it takes a little longer to pull up local files than it does from our cloud storage i'm like really <laughs> really tell me more about how pulling off of this local flash device is going to be slower <laughs> than your subscription cloud service you jerks it's such this nonsense this made me what you just said made me imagine it like an ad pre-roll that you had to watch every time you got into your car, but you could pay it's fifteen bucks a month so and not bad. have to do that. Yeah, it, I think we're getting there. It's not that bad, but it it's it is like we are. I, I hate all of it. It's just I, we're retrieving your clip. Hang tight. USB clips take a little longer to load. <laughs> oh man, it's Found a it. local USB Ew. device directly attached hardline actually it's probably wireless but it doesn't matter it's on my local network and that's the warning that you get when you're pulling up a clip and it's like no no that's not how that works that's not how hey, here's the reality if it's wirelessly on your network that means it's wirelessly going to have to access your network and then go to their cloud service versus hitting your wirelessly hitting your local network and then hitting your right. local network so right. wireless or wire doesn't even matter at that point but <laughs> i found exactly. out what bmw is BMW doubles up on paid subscriptions in the U.S., charging $105 a year for remote engine start. That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Like, and don't you know, take it's things funny. that we've bought with cars for years, install yes. them in there, and then 
make yeah. you pay a subscription to them. Like don't install them in the cars. Terrible. Or if Absolutely you, I mean, terrible. I recognize that remote start is typically something that's like an upgrade. Then pay a one-time fee for the physical thing that's on there. You lose your key, need a new one, buy a new key. But mm-hmm. why are we, what, what benefit are we getting out of this $105 a year subscription? That we're doing to this. Nothing. Are are they going to deliver packages Their to me profit. in under two days every for everything I, I order from Amazon? Are they going right. to take over my Prime subscription? Like, what are exactly. we what are we doing here? It's insane. Such I can't stand crap. it. No, hundred percent. I it bothers me so much. And you reminded me the remote start thing. I think that's one of the things that's in like the Ram Connect app features. I think you can pull up the the app and you can set the temperature in your vehicle so it's not just start it and get it. You can actually make adjustments to it. That is an app connected thing. Um, but being able to remote start, there's a key fob button for that too. So, but. Uh, you're you're onto it. Like you're you're bringing up exactly what the problem is. It's not, it's not just like a subscription for a, fee, a service. It's a subscription for a service that we're used to having already. And yeah, and I've said this a hundred times. One that does not change over the life of the vehicle. Correct. Like I'll give you that the Ram Connect stuff might have some software development that actually has ongoing costs associated with it aren't necessarily going to be covered by the feature being added in the car. Though I would argue if you're going to charge people up front for this stuff, they should just get it. That's my opinion. But it yeah, ah with features like that, heated seats, remote start, like you're not updating these things. They're not changing them. Wait no, a second, I just saw it looks like Google killed Android Auto for phones this past year. Well, yeah, they did. They but shut it down. That's like in, that's like if that you mean? put your phone on a stand, uh, you know, on your dash yeah. and use that yeah. for Android Auto instead of using your dash for Android. Oh, Auto. instead of using the screen. Okay, oh, thank you. you. Yeah, yeah sorry. it had I don't, it I don't had know an app. Yeah, it had an oh, okay. app that was that was yeah. that you could download from Google Play Store if your car didn't have Android Auto or oh, thank you. CarPlay or whatever. Okay, all right. Yeah. Um, well, and since I'm talking about Google already, and we're talking about things that were maybe bad in 2022, is it fair to bring up Google Stadia? Was would you That's call Stadia sad. lame or just sad? Yeah. No, Stadia was great. That's sad news. Uh, it just I I yet another service killed by Google that I'm sure. They killed it for good business reasons. It's just unfortunate. I don't think there was anything well, technically wrong with it. Yeah, good business reasons are more like they didn't have a business plan and accept <laughs> and expected the business to succeed. I mean, right, they, they didn't under the fact understand the fact that they needed to actually have titles on there for people to want to buy titles. <laughs> they 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 were like, Oh, well, we have we have 40 games. Like, why don't you just buy those? It's like, well, Xbox has 4,000 and <laughs> you don't have call of duty. Xbox has call of duty, you know? So it's just, they didn't have the right stuff and the stuff they were bringing yeah. to the platform was often old, but it is yeah. sad because I will tell you if, if we had a most surprising tech of whatever 2018, whenever it was, it released it, that would have been mine because that was, I was so surprised at how well, that technology functioned. I really didn't sure. think it was going to be yeah. possible. And not it only was, was it possible, it was good. They did a really good job with it. So that was yes. that was unfortunate. 
Um, and I really liked that it worked well, you know, through the Chromecast, you know, through the, the quote Stadia device. And it worked well to access Stadia on a computer like it. The cross platform aspects were actually very functional, like to your point. Yep. And so I, I was interested to see where that went. Now, I, I will admit I didn't invest heavily in it. I think I got Cyberpunk and I bought it with the free Chromecast Ultra that can play Stadia and the controller that came with it, which ultimately they refunded, which was pretty cool uh, of Google, I mean. Um, but uh, that was one of those technologies that I think I would have enjoyed seeing the, I guess, the roadmap actually come to fruition, whatever that may have been. It just, it could have been, really cool to watch that mature instead of dying on the vine sure yeah, they had they had things planned like if you were watching uh you know the game show awards or you got an ad on on youtube that was for a video game or whatever and you wanted to play a demo of it the idea was click on it and you would be put right into a demo of the game and it would physically be able to be played on your computer and and you could start playing it and then you could buy it and you could just continue playing from where you were. I mean, they had all of this stuff or maybe, you know, you were like Daniel Platt and you're not good at video games. So you get stuck in some spot. So you call someone like me who is good at video games. You're like, Russ, can you help me out? And I log on to my <laughs> his session Sucks and I get him part, and then he takes yeah. over and continues playing. So that that was something else that was sort of going to be a part oh, of it. So they had all cool. things that were going to be really interesting or even really large scale games that you could create out of a server farm that you just couldn't sure. physically render on a yeah. you know on a local PC. I mean it was right. interesting things like that that I was hoping to see that never yeah, came same, to same. It, And and I'll give you this like here's something interesting. Um I because uh, I picked up an Oculus, actually, thanks to, to my company, because it, it was a, a fitness device. Uh, anyways, um, I got one, uh, tetherless, all that jazz, and uh, you know, I was setting it up, I was playing with it. And one of the one of the features that's kind of cool on this out of the box is that it can it can cast, so you can cast directly to any cast accepting device. And um, you know, I had a Chromecast, something I just keep in my backpack for when I'm traveling and whatnot. If I get to like a hotel where it's not easy to pull something else up, and I actually have free time, um, and so I threw that in the TV and I and I got it going. But I decided like actually that's kind of slick. It's cool to be able to see what other people are doing on whatever device you know you want to throw it to so i decided to order um a newer chromecast something i haven't done in a long time just because i don't need them i'm kind of on the uh fire tv ecosystem for for different reasons and um i'm super impressed with how well google has executed on the google tv chromecast integration oh and you you ordered the one that ha are you talking about the one that has, has the actual the remote Yes. And, and so I did that oh, yeah. intentionally because I wanted to try it out. It's that. not something yeah. I've done because I've had, like I said, I've had Chromecast before. I had actually the very first generation of audio. I think I got a third gen audio device later because casting music was just, they were so far ahead with that, with the Chromecast uh, for simplicity and, and being able to play with parties and stuff like that. Like anybody that was on the network could pull up Spotify and just splash their tunes directly to your Chromecast. Like it was, it was a really slick idea for anybody that was looking for a way to solve some of those problems uh, early. And, and then I got a Chromecast for video. Like I said, it was primarily just to you know, have while I'm traveling around. It's what I use in the camper. If we're going to watch a show or something like that, I've got a, a Chromecast that I'll, I'll plug into a TV and we'll just cast to it from the phone kind of stuff. Um, so I got the Google TV one. Yeah, the one with the remote. And the price difference between that one and the normal one was like 10 bucks or something. So I was like, okay, let's try it out. Let's see, let's see how this goes. And it's, it's 
quite nice. It, it looks and operates an awful lot like the Fire TV, which is good because I actually like the Fire TV interface and how it functions. But it goes back to what I said before. It's just kind of unfortunate that they killed that because it was one more thing that was out of the box capable of being done through a Chromecast. Because that's all it was. Like the Stadia hardware was a Chromecast Ultimate, which is a 4K Chromecast with whatever cool componentry on the internals that allows it to communicate, which really is just a Bluetooth controller and you know the Wi-Fi chip, right? Um, and then all the video components. But, but this Google device, even though I'm really not invested in the Google ecosystem, I pull up all the same apps that I use on the Fire TV, including Amazon's Prime, right? So you still have mm -hmm. access to all the same video services. It's decent hardware. And if it still worked with Stadia, it would actually be a more elegant, I think, gaming solution than what Fire TV has, which I don't feel, I, they kind of fizzled too. I, I don't think it's dead though, is it? Uh, Ludasucks. I, I did. Yeah, yeah okay, so I, it does I, suck. Yeah, I bought the controller to try it. Same as you, I have Fire TV, you know, whatever's all over. I have the, mm -hmm. I have the newest Fire TV stick. Most of them are wired in. If they're not, they're on Wi-Fi 6. Yeah, same. And I tried Luna on my TV, like a TV that I use for gaming, wired in, and its performance compared to Stadia was absolutely terrible. Ah, but so nice. I just, I just don't, I don't and see Luna, that as just being something listening, that's going to compete well. Luna is Amazon's cloud gaming service, right? Right. Yeah. That's yeah, correct. Worth, worth yeah, it's their that. version of. Stadia. Anyways, like gotcha. I could, I could totally see shifting slowly but surely to Google's. Uh, Chromecast devices as Fire TV devices age out or just become you know awful to use or break. That happens every once in a while. Um, <laughs> in my house, like I could I could see doing that because I I really do like it. It it works well. It's intuitive. It everything just functions as expected. And stuff like you know I have a Plex server, so getting Plex apps, it didn't didn't occur to me immediately. But there are a lot of it, it's just Android as is the Fire TV, but it's Android from Google, so it's easy to get stuff onto a Chromecast device. In some cases, easier than than the Amazon device. Not always. Sure. The marketplace is sure. also really yeah. robust at this point too. And they're arguably roughly the same things. But but the Chromecast again comes with that added feature of being so incredibly simple to throw other stuff too. You can just grab your phone or your Oculus, for the sake of my example, the MetaQuest. Sorry, uh, and you can just stream to it, which is is actually a really cool feature of devices like that. So even though it's not that big of a deal, it's better than the Fire TV because of how easy it is to cast stuff to it. And so I so, can totally lean that way. And it's just a pity that Stadia died because it would just be another checkbox in that ecosystem. So coming back to worst of 2022, and you've you've kind of touched on it a little bit, can I submit Meta, Facebook's <laughs> transition to Meta as one of the worst things to happen in, in 2022? What do, you, what do you think about that? I think you could. I think the jury's out on that one, but you could probably <laughs> put that on the list. It's, the it market just says. feels yeah. cringe, and the market's... Well, it's easy to say the market says they don't like Meta, but the market crapped all over all tech valuations. Just Meta happened first. Sure. Yeah, well, I think I think Meta also <laughs> happened because their CEO was like, I'm going to spend $10 billion a year. And guess yeah. what? <laughs> I have nothing for you as to where that's going. And they were that, like, oh, that OK, help. well, then then I'll take my yeah. money and go. Get right. OK, well, at least rank these three then. OK, from from like worst to to not as worst. Uh, <laughs> Facebook moving <laughs> to Meta. Um, the whole debacle with FTX. 
and let's say Elon buying Twitter. It was it was quite oh, a year. Geez. How would you rank those? Bring that up because well, I yes. actually had. So I had the Twitter saga close as my second, like my runner-up. And here's okay. the let me tell you why. It's actually not his decision to buy it. It's, no, that's it's exactly more of the right. process with which it took place. If, if you remember, you can check the tape on the show. Whenever uh-huh. the, the offer was first made, I said uh-huh. to anyone from Twitter that was listening, take this offer. And yeah. if you just skipped ahead to the end, they you'd say, it down oh, they, they they would say, oh, they listened to Russ, but they actually didn't <laughs> because at first they were willing to swallow a poison pill in order to prevent him from this. buying it. Yes. And yeah. then what, after yeah. the market started to go down, they're like, wait a minute, maybe that actually wait, wasn't. He has deal. to buy and, this. <laughs> and, you know, we don't like Elon, so let's just make him buy it. So it's just they went from yes. like, absolutely not. It's we're so not true. selling this to you. Screw you, Elon, to no, 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 no. You have to buy it. So it's yeah. it's just it was such a ridiculous saga for that. Sure. So that was it why really it was my was. my runner up. But it, of those well, three, and, I think FTX is the worst. Well, yes, FTX is the worst because of how negative the impact is going to be to that ecosystem. You know, speaking about crypto in general, but also just the number of individuals that personally got absolutely wrecked by that process yeah. is just sad. Like. It, Tom Brady. I think the, the word fraud is thrown around all the time right now. And I think it's spot on accurate. And I think a lot of people are scrambling to cover. What was it? Uh, is it Logan Paul, I think, has shown up a lot lately. And one of the claims that he's making is that I'm not a scam artist. It wasn't a scam for me. I just hired a lot of people that ended up being scam artists that scammed everybody that I was talking to about it. And it's like, dude, <laughs> what, is, uh... one, what a crap take. And two... If you're going to be the spokesperson for a company, you might want to vet them. Like, I, I don't know if there should be legal consequences for all that because that's not necessarily, I don't know. It gets fuzzy really fast. But, like, you you have to have some personal responsibility for the crap that you're going to stand up and shout from the rooftops as a goodbye, sure. Matt Damon, and I mean, any number of other famous people. So, yeah, it's it, that one is I, a complete I think... debacle. I think endorsement money and all that is whatever. It's fine. I don't know that anyone should have be canceled for that. But I think you know we. I think we all called it um, fraud when it was first announced. It's come to attention since then that this wasn't just like an oops at the end to try and salvage the company or like day one they started doing this. Like this was planned. Yeah, they he had he he had two people flip on him legally you know, very quickly. I think one of them yeah. was his girlfriend or something. And they were like, Oh right, no, this Alameda was like, research. this is what we were doing from day one. So yeah. it was, it oh, was yes. pre-planned premeditated that they were going to do the things that they did. So that's, well, that, it, it think, got a lot worse since it was first. The other, the other reason I think that one's my top two, I totally agree there is that it, it highlights some of what is very wrong with the U.S.'s system in particular on dealing with financial fraud because their numbers were so big that we should have been aware of this way before it became a sinkhole, right? Or at least a sinkhole big enough to be news for months on end, right? But Mm -hmm. we didn't. It was easy enough to squirrel this stuff through shell corporations and relationships between companies and to get really creative with your accounting or lack of accounting in some cases to to get away with it in the first place. And it's like, I'm sorry, 
but billions and billions of dollars in fraud should not be that easy. It just shouldn't. Sure. But here we are. Here we are. Okay, well, let's switch gears um, and tell me your favorites of 2022. Uh, and I'm going to say probably one of the top five is has to be the Apple Watch Ultra. And I know you guys are probably cringing on the inside, but uh, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, old I mean, news. Know why you iterative think that. Refresh. <laughs> iterative <laughs> refresh. Okay, all right. <laughs> that's uh, that's an interesting take, for sure. Uh, I just remember when I saw... I mean, I even texted you, Billy, or I texted the TBP chat. It was like, Billy, I think this is your day. Like, this is your watch. So I can see why that would be that for you. I, I had two in this category as well. Um, the Apple Watch did, didn't make it. Um, neither did the Google Watch, by the way, which I'm pretty sure yeah, just died it on It didn't make mine, and, and I'm a fan on of it. Wait, wait did um, what happen? I think it died on me in Mexico. It, like, burned my hand, so I don't know. I don't know if I recommend that oh, thing nice. as far as, like, not exploding <laughs> on your arm. Um, yeah, ouch. For me, I think... So I have, I have two, but I'm pretty sure if I, you know, gun to my head, pick one. GPT-3... I think. Has oh, yes. Okay. Hands down. It just by the skin of your teeth, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I. It's just it, the pot. It, it, I found yeah. out today, actually, about, I don't know, this morning, I was reading something on Medium, and I found out, and I knew that this was a small data form of AI. I, I even spoke about this in, in, a, in a data session I did for work. I didn't realize how small, though. It works off 800 gigs of data. What? Oh, no way. Well, yes, 800 gigs of data for 175 <laughs> million records it does for its long form uh, like language uh, transition, whatever it, it, it is they call it, like LMM or LLM or something along those lines. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to spend a lot more time on it now after I learned that, but it, I couldn't believe yeah, 800 wow. gigs was what it took. But just the implications of, of GPT-3, and we're going to have GPT-4 release sometime early this year, at least it's supposed to be. Wow. There's just so many implications. You saw kind of some of the stuff that we were talking about yeah. in TVP the other day. Uh, it's so they had it take a lot the, of work and stuff like that. They had it take the SAT the other day, and it scored <laughs> like a top 5% score on the SAT. Wow. Not perfect. really. That's actually really interesting. I'm yeah, yeah, not perfect. Yeah. But that, yeah. I mean, uh, I guess it's a test that's designed to sort of trick you. So that's I'm just kind that's of still scary, though. Scare perfectly. That. <laughs> yeah. That oh, is, for yeah, sure. I mean, no, for, I, the, sure. only the three, right? The four is going to be exponentially better, right? Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, wow. whatever. But Chad GPT ah. three is already like um, going to uh, get scholarships to any university, yeah. right? I was so. I was talking to uh, I guess it was my my family uh, over Christmas I forget uh, over the break anyways, um, but I was just trying to explain like why this is such a big deal um, and uh, you know there's there's been a lot of fun anecdotes there's been a lot of interesting stuff I think I saw something just the other day that was someone took a prompt uh, wrote the prompt into the GPT three to write a script for like a YouTube video and then fed the script from GPT three's output into one of the AIs that generates like fake people saying your script yeah. to fake slides with fake stuff all generated. And it was like totally compelling enough to keep a 10 year old watching it for 30 minutes or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my gosh. Right. Cause we're, we're already there. We're there. 
this happened last year. And and this is where I was going to say, I was going to take it a step further. GPT-3, I think, is probably the biggest one in the sort of the AI category that, that's really mind-blowing about where it's going to go. But I'd say AI development in general takes in the general, in 22. Yeah. Because... It, like the synthetic in 23 art, uh, or Dolly, 20, Oh yeah. Yeah. In 22, I Dolly got, I got Vinny, yep. um, looking, looking at the, well, yeah, no, what's going to happen this year. I mean, and I think you nailed it. Like we're, we're at the beginning of the hockey stick here. This is, right. it's impressive 100%. now. So it's getting everyone's attention, but this stuff is going to explode in functionality and capability. And yeah, like what, <laughs> if, if you need 800 gigs of data and a raspberry Pi to pass the SAT, like we're going places with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like holy cow. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. I saw a yeah. um there was a post uh earlier this morning I saw that just follow some tech news stuff, right? And they were saying um one of the predictions of the next coming, you know, two or three years or whatever, uh, was that people would have a monthly AI bill. And I went and read the comments and everyone is like, oh, this is dumb, blah, blah, blah. This is so stupid. How could you, how could you like be such a sheep and say all that? Like, yeah. Oh my goodness. Right. If you want to just talk about. I would would uh, pay an AI right now to respond to all my emails and delete the stuff I don't need to see. And I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. Access to AI as a service. Like (laughs) this is only the beginning. This is, it's going to get, it's going to get wild. No joke. I mean, you can even look at applicable things. Go Go ahead. I was going to say, imagine using, like, I've seen people talk about using uh, AI, I think GPT-3, to to write scripts for Excel. This is a conversation I was having with my dad because he was an accountant and he, you know, used Excel daily in his business. And, uh, like, you can have GPT-3 spit out formulas and explain how they work. You can have him spit out macros and explain how those work as well to do really complex things in Excel. Well, you're going to have... People are going to start doing that to to write firewall rules for complex organizations. Like the the implications of what you can do with a text translation AI is extraordinary, right? Yeah. Just scratching the surface of it. It's going yeah, to be a were, big part of our national conversation this year, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. And 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 if you look at even some realistic applications of AI that I've been experiencing for a little while, and it's it's Google's use of of AI. In their phones, I think um, MKBHD, his description of the Pixel 7 in his review was it's the smartest smartphone. And I thought that was a really apt description of it because, you know, when I'm, I, was, I was calling American Airlines the other day and I was on hold. And it not only held for me, it actually sped the process up by stating, these yep. are the prompts you're going to receive. Go ahead and hit them in these order if you need to do this thing. Love it. And, and, it, and it does all of this stuff for you now and can hold for you and do whatever else. So I just think there's a lot of really interesting applications and GPT-3 is just the first of many. That's the hockey stick. But I'll, I want to mention one more thing before we move on to predictions because I know we got to close this here pretty soon. My second one that was pretty close here, uh, it's, it's less immediate, but I think it's more, it's even more important longer term was uh, Fusion. Was the Fusion. Yeah, buddy. You and I had the um, same one too. One, two, punch. Yeah. Yes, right. Fusion was absolutely on my list. Like that, that was that we had two major breakthroughs this year, which was the containment, uh, you know, like being able to contain it in the laboratory with the tokamak stuff, and then the the particle confinement one that happened in Los Alamos was obviously the biggest one that happened towards the end of the year, which is sustained reaction. Now we just need to you know work on harvesting it. So there's a lot to do, and you're right, it's not going to happen this year. But I think this is the beginning of an absolute 
energy revolution and i really hope i'm around for when it starts to be produced in mass i, yeah. I think it will be i mean i think we're gonna i it just is just i maybe i'll give my prediction i feel like 20 or by by 2050 or around 2050 is when uh we're gonna start seeing some interesting fruits of fruits of these brilliant people's labor um coming to fruition that's just a, a rough estimation of guesses that i've i've sort of collected so, from from much smarter than myself so, so sam altman watching closely sam, sam altman is the ceo of OpenAI. true or false sam ends up in front of congress explaining open ai in the year 2023 oh god <laughs> true great game to play and i'm gonna also say true. and the ai will be what's right? telling him what to respond and how to talk <laughs> yeah it'll well, be that's the thing an, is it'll be will in, a, it... in a pod in his ear Will it be him or will it be an actor who's made to look like him on stage right. with a camera that's putting AI out there and then just responding on his behalf? Um, that's that's yeah. what's really going to happen. Um, okay, no, quick I, predictions man, before we we move on. I actually, honestly, it's pretty easy because we've alluded to it. I I struggled. <laughs> I put, um, I wrote down a few things just right before we jumped on here and I couldn't pick between the one. So I'm just going to list all four of these things. Uh, it, AI progression, right? That's, that's one. I think we're just, we're just going to see, but it's going to become more real. I don't know any other way to, to state it other than it's going to become scary. something that's a little bit more permeated across. Scary might be a good one. Um, your creativity progress. and your jobs are all under threat. <laughs> it's it's going to be interesting for sure. It, it could even be an interesting thing where like creativity becomes even more powerful, and you use AI mm -hmm. to 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 make the creation side of it. But that's for a different discussion. Uh, the and some of these are also actually the next three are all incredibly related. But it's like I do believe we're going to see some progress in I, I don't know you know crypto or Web three technologies or whatever you want to call it, distributed technologies. Um, which will ultimately lead to more bridging of digital and physical world. I don't think that stuff is done. I think NFTs are something that have kind of fallen down lately. And I don't think that they're necessarily the future of this, but I think we're going to see more of that. So I'm expecting to see kind of more bridging of that digital and physical world. And, and with that, I actually do, as much as we harped on them earlier, I think Meta will play a role just because the XR space as Daniel yeah. would certainly want me to call yeah. it. Right. is going to be a part of that. And, yes. but I, you know, I think maybe Apple's going to show us something. I don't know, but I'm it thinking that meta like... and just their, their involvement is going to be a part of it. So for me, it's like AI web three, you know, XR and, uh, and kind of the digital physical world kind of combinations. I think we're going to see genuine progress and like tangible things happen in that space in, in 2023. So. I think we're going to see progress in the XR space. I don't think that 23 and uh, just I don't this is just a gut reaction to. I'm not sure 23 is going to be where we see that like boom moment where the hockey stick really takes off. Um, personally, like I think I think we're going to make major steps forward. I think if Apple enters the game, that will be a part of it. I'm not sure that it's just going to like open up the oh my gosh, you nailed the use case or whatever it is that's really going to drag the masses into it. Um, I still think there's some hardware you know iterations that might need to happen. I'm, happy to be proven wrong by the way i think it's fascinating space i think on the web 3 side i agree not dead not going away will continue to be relevant and maybe we'll we'll find the use case i think a big part of the reason though is that stuff like ftx and this market downturn 
just like in any space, but particularly acute in technology, anytime you see market downturns, you see consolidation and consolidation will start to naturally pick winners and losers, not just in companies, but in technologies and how they're utilized. And because of FTX and other similar incidents, um, I think we're going to start to see regulation. So more more stringent regulation. It's not like they're completely wild, wild west, but they're they're not banks, or at least they weren't operating the same way banks do today. I think the closer we get to having Web3, especially when it comes to the financial side, look like a an actually regulated financial ecosystem, then adoption will become easier and you'll have major players in it that that can sort of feed that ecosystem. And I do think 2023 is going to be a year to see some of that stuff. I don't know if it will be as exciting. I think it's just getting real. And and that's not as cool as maybe some of the stuff that we're seeing with AI, which is a little further outside of the bounds of what we're used to. But it will be cool to see that industry really sort of mature and turn into something tangible that people can use in a meaningful way, whether they realize it or not. Fantastic. Okay. Um, we should probably shut this sucker down. Uh, it's been an hour and I think we got a break and make it to our next, uh, next calls here. I love the insight. Yeah. Love connecting with you guys. Um, any final comments here? More TBP in 23. That's, that's yes. Nib high football rules. Oh, there it is. What? What a terrible <laughs> way to go out. Unique <laughs> New York. Shut it down. Tyler. <laughs> you know, Madison. <laughs> I'm kidding. What is what is the uh, O'Doyle rules? That's the other one. O'Doyle that's rules. Back to the future, right? O'Doyle rules. No, that that's not. Madison. No, that's not Back to the Future. No, which one's that? That's, it's Billy Madison. That's, that's Billy Madison. Madison. Where's yeah, that one? Madison. It is Billy Madison. That's okay. I don't yeah, know what Nip, what's Nip High right Football there. rules from. I don't know. It's from one of them, but I like yeah, it. It's probably sure. an '80s movie. I like '80s movies. Tyler, shut it down. I gotta go. <laughs> All right, that brings another Tech Breakfast podcast to a close. Welcome to 2023. We're glad that we can usher you in to the 2023 year of the Tech Breakfast podcast. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for bringing your subscriptions and your friends. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Later. See ya. 